Hey, Kirk. Hey, Greg. How's it going? Good, man. Long time no talkie. Yeah, I know. All right, man. You ready to talk some fantasy football? Let's let's talkie some fantasy football. All right. Hey, well, uh, I guess seeing how we're recording this one Thursday night as well, there's no need to talk about news or anything because we told you on the last episode. Yeah, so get off our backs. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, quit being so needy. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, this, uh, this again, is, is a continuation of kind of the series we've been doing on, uh, you know, the, the value of fantasy, you know, of, of players in fantasy drafts. First, we talked about sleepers. Last episode, we talked about guys who we don't think are good values. Uh, today, uh, we're, this show, we're going to talk about fantasy starters who we think are you can take it to the bank they're going to be worth their value they're going to be fantasy studs and they're going to be you know maybe some of those fantasy mvps on your team that you can uh again we're we're willing to stake the the reputation of this show on this episode the the long-standing reputation yes we have a proven Uh, track record Every year, every year we do this, and every year we're one hundred percent right. Right, as long as you have amnesia. Yeah, about the previous years. (laughs) All right, so I guess uh, no need to beat around. I left the plane. We were under sniper fire. (laughs) (laughs) We had our heads down. Exactly. Yes, exactly like that. (laughs) Uh, All right, you ready to get into it, man? Yes, yes. All right, so, again, these are the guys. We are willing to die on these hills. And because of this, uh, I'm really going to give it to you, Kirk. I'm going to challenge you on your picks. So you better be spot on here because we owe it to our one or two listeners. Uh, uh, duh. I am. All right. I'm going to be right again. All right. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just go in order of the positions. Let's start with the quarterback position. Who do you have, Kirk? Who is who, your stud quarterback? Of who's the year? my stud quarterback? My stud quarterback is right now in my in my statistical analysis the 15th best quarterback as far as uh, draft position goes. Um, basically in the, you know, 10 team league, it's in the 12th round is Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip Rivers. I think not only for that value, I, I just think, you know, last year he was a 4,500 yard uh, quarterback, 28 and 10. Um, he has a, he has a wonderful wide receiver that I think is just going to continue to flourish um, and a, you know, so he has a top five wide receiver possibly, and possibly a top five running back. Um, he has a couple different pieces that I think are going to be good. The only question mark is tight end, but he might get Antonio Gates back. I think he's kind of, he's at the end of his career. Uh, but like all the other older quarterbacks, he's still slinging around and still worth, uh, taking a chance on. And he's the 15th best quarterback drafted. You yeah. wait, wait. I mean, he's he's someone's second quarterback, possibly. Um, right. And he may actually be better than the starter. 
So I'm I'm willing to to bet that the Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Philip Rivers is absolutely worth taking in the twelfth round. Oh, heck yeah! <laughs> so uh, that like I he, think you and he, I, you know you and I kind of share the same mindset. I can see you and I having Matthew Stafford, Philip Rivers, or my pick who is the 14th quarterback being taken right now, and that's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I, I can see us having those three quarterbacks on a lot of our teams. Yeah. Uh, but but before I talk about Ben, yeah, just go back on Rivers. Uh, yeah, he's he is going to be a quarterback number one this year. I, I, I think there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, you look at last year and you can say, well, that's because Keenan Allen was healthy and they were clicking. Go to the year before. He threw for more touchdown passes. And more yards the year before. Yes, he had a ton more of interceptions, and he wasn't as efficient. But if there's no Keenan Allen there, he's still slinging the ball. Yeah. You know that that was with Tyrell Williams and uh, who else was it? Uh, 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 Travis Benjamin. I mean, he 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 makes it work. It doesn't matter who's there to catch the ball. Yeah, Hunter Henry is a big loss, the injury there. But yeah. Um, read an article today. He's building great rapport with Virgil Green. You know, like you said, they may sign Antonio Gates. So love that pick. Right, right. Malk or in um in Melvin Gordon, I, I think is going to be is going to help pick up the slack for the yeah. lack of uh, a solid tight end. Um, so I, he that he's he's in well, a the, situation. Yeah, they're also looking at uh, first round draft pick last year, Mike Williams, to fill that void too. You know, he's yeah. six six four two twenty. Looking at him filling that red zone role. So. You know, who, he was injured most last year, so really excited to see what he can do too. So getting back to my pick, Ben, uh, again, 14th quarterback. He's going as the 11th pick in the 10th round. Um, during the second half of last fantasy season, he was the quarterback number one. So not just one of, one of the top 12 quarterbacks. He was the number one overall quarterback during the second half of the season. Uh you know, the worst finish he had in the game in the second half of last season was 13. Uh, he was just slinging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, Ben has very bad home road splits to where he's significantly better at home than he is on the road, and that is a real concern. But last year, that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, the reason I like him is, is I mean, he's he's obviously a, a very talented quarterback and he, he has the potential for these huge games, but he is surrounded by more talent than any other quarterback in the league. And it's, it's, I don't think it's really even close. Uh, their defense is not going to be good again this year. So I think they will need to score. I mean, significantly, you know, uh, more, you know, they're going to have to put up high points to, to outscore their opponents. They're, they're not going to be in those, typical Steelers grind them out 13 to 10 type of wins. That's not who they are anymore. So Ben is, is my pick for, for quarterback. Yeah. He, he, it's hard to argue how elite his players are at this, at the important positions. His running back is going to be the first or second uh, pick of almost any draft, even, yeah. even some dynasty drafts that he could still, you could still argue he's worth taking up there. Um, Antonio Brown is, in all redraft leagues is wide receiver taken um, and you're foolish to not take him. The, these guys are just unbelievable. And then Juju, 
Juju is just going to do what Juju does, and he's he's probably going to have a, a very impressive year. So those three players there, they're probably better than some players, some teams' best players at all. I mean, you yeah. know, you're going to draft those three guys, and you're probably going to be better off um, on your fantasy team. So he's he that's a, that's you know, you're a homer. So. <laughs> yeah yeah as you can tell all my picks have been Steeler picks so far, right so. all right hey so uh, uh let's move on to running back who, who do you have at running back I have and this one this is the one where I I had a couple that I am you know I'm going back and forth on but I keep falling back to this guy he's he's uh you know in my stats 15th uh best running back he's going in the third round um, and I think that's a very, very good pick. I have Jordan Howard. I think, uh, yeah, I think based on the way this year's, this year's been going, um, assuming health, I think they're going to use him more efe- efficiently than they did last year. I think he's going to be a little bit more used in the passing game, not to take anything away from Tariq Cohen, but I think he's going to be more of an every down back. Um, and, and I mean, he, he had a kind of a, mediocre year with 1120 yards and nine touchdowns last year so he certainly has the pedigree to to be a top 10 possibly top seven uh running back and i i just think where he's going to be in your draft if he's your number two again that's fantastic he almost led us to the playoffs last year as our best running back that we drafted him as our second best running back yeah, after after David Johnson got hurt, right? Um, so yeah, that, the thing the thing I like about him is what do you what do you have nine rushing touchdowns last year? You said yeah, and that was that was on an awful offense, just a right. putrid, stagnant offense. I mean, th- there's a lot of buzz about you know the new coach and and all the new talent they brought in. You, you you've got to expect that rushing touchdown number to go up, and I mean if that goes up 12, 14 touchdowns, that that is elite type numbers there you know he's going to get the rushing yards because that's all he's done in his first two years in the league so yeah really like that that and here's you know as you as you as you preview as you look at the stats um what pops out he has he has five hundred yard games which typically a a top flight running back five six seven that's that's kind of what you're going to get um, is 100 yard games. I mean, rarely do you get now the running back that's just going to go, you know, 100 yard, averaging over 100 yards every week. Um, but it was the it was the games to where things weren't going well, to where they just were just awful for him because they yeah. just, the offense was just that bad. And I think that's what's going to pick up. He's going to have yeah, 500 yard games. And then the rest of them hopefully will at least come up to like a, a 50, 60, 70 yard average. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be in more games this year. Their, their defense is actually pretty decent, you know. So, yeah, the, for running backs, as long as they're not getting blown out, they're going to they're gonna be relevant. All right. All right. So, my running back is the 20th running back being chosen right now, 40th overall pick. So that would put him at the fourth pick of the fourth round. And that is Jay Ajayi. Uh, yeah. What's <laughs> you don't like that one? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you why I do like him. Uh, 
last year in his you know, second half of the season with Philly, uh, he only had 70 rushes, uh, but he had 408 yards. So, so he was averaging 5.82 yards per carry with Philadelphia. Uh, you know, may look last year like he didn't have a great year. Uh, he had 870 some rushing yards, but remember he had three, he really had three bye weeks. Uh, remember Miami last year. I don't know if you remember Miami and Tampa Bay had the, the week one bye week because of the hurricane, right. uh, uh right. was it Irene? Right. So he had week one off. Then he gets traded to Philadelphia and then has another bye week with Philadelphia. Right. And then he, he was set on week 17 because Philly was doing so well. So he would have been a thousand yard back last year if it was just a normal season. It's just the things or the way things shook out. He wasn't, uh, you know, he had uh, a couple hundred yard games with the dolphins, you know, when he had huge volume, but that was just such a, a an awful offensive line. Philadelphia's offensive line is rated as the best in the league right now by, uh, by, you know, uh, pro fantasy football talk. So, um, so look for him to continue with that. He's, he's not going to average 5.8 yards a carry, but he's going to be very effective. Carson Wentz is hurt. Alshon Jeffries banged up. LeGarrette Blunt and his 173 carries are gone. So they're going to rely on him, you know, in the last, uh, the last three regular season games where he played and the playoffs, he was getting the majority of the carries with the exception of the Super Bowl, where he only had nine. But he's a good running back on a good team, and they're going to put up points. I think he, he has no chance of being a top six running back. But he will be either – I think he'll be a high-end running back two, potential of being a low-end running back number one. He's going to be better than the 20th running back in the league, and I, I would put money on that right now. Yeah, you are putting money on it because you're going to have him on your team. So, yeah, like, yeah you are, uh, you are relying yes. on to do that. So, yeah, I guess that's, you know, your argument is fine. Yeah, you, it's, yeah, you add, you factor in, you know, two full games of, you know, averaging 60 yards. Yeah, I, I see that. He's a 1,000 yard back. So, so remember I'm last year, going to overcome it, the onslaught of Corey Clement um, on his own team. Is so, he so here's upset that? yeah. So here, here's the fear. You know, here's the thing with Jai compared to those other top flight running backs, right? And, and, and you have if you say this about Jai, you have to say it about Jordan Howard. Corey Clement's going to steal the third down work and the catches. So Jai is not going to get you know, the catches that Melvin Gordon or, you know, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley are going to get. He's not going to be up in that 60 range. He may have 25 to 30, which, you know, that's that's Jordan Howard, best case scenario. So that is a concern. You know, the touchdowns are, are a concern, especially if they give Clement the ball inside the 20, which they kind of did late last year. I admit those things are a concern, but I think Jay Ajayi, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't get at least 230 or 240 carries. So, okay. Well, you stake your life on it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. There's no looking back. All right. Wide receiver. Well, I have this eerie feeling that uh, it's going to be the same for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, just to clarify, we did not deconflict these picks prior to the show. 
Uh, I, I felt like all our picks for all these last three episodes, I did feel like this would be the one that would be the same too. Is, uh, is yours, your wide receiver, um, Larry Fitzgerald? It is not. Oh, that's who mine is. Oh, he, he was, he was a very close second, uh, for me. I have, I have Larry Fitzgerald as my, especially where he's going to be drafted in, in, in just about every format. He's going to be undervalued uh, easily. Um, he, I, I can't imagine what his dollar amount will be in a, in a, in a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit draft. Auction, a, auction draft. draft. Yeah. But this is, this is a guy who's going to get another quarterback who's going to throw the ball. He's coming off a 109 catch season, 1100, almost 1200 yards, six touchdowns. And he's what? 65 years old. He is. This, yep. he, he seems to be in perfect shape. Um, uh, for for this for for this team at this point because he's not the focus but he is so important to that offense so I think either either quarterback whichever one is playing he's going to be in a, he's gonna he's gonna be close to 100 catches um a thousand yards this year and you're going to be able to steal him yeah and and that's the Larry he has transcended the bad quarterback play on the team I mean Drew Stanton. You know, I mean, those guys like, and again, you, you cited his stats last year, 109 catches. Uh, that's his third straight season of over 100 <laughs> catches. That's his third straight season of being in PPR leagues, a wide receiver number one. He was the wide receiver number five last year. Right. And, and then people still, yeah, he still, you know, is undervalued. And late. I mean, the fact that you could get him as a wide receiver number two, or three on your team is ridiculous. So absolutely love that. Um, yeah, he was my second in consideration for this. Uh, you know, I think with Sam, I think with Sam Bradford there, I think that's a perfect, perfect marriage uh, with Josh Rosen. Uh, if he does get some time, we'll, we'll see. And, and the, the other thing too, is that there's nobody there to threaten him for looks. Yeah, even if point. there are, he's still the better option. Right. He's yeah. Just, but I mean, yeah, that, that number two slot, uh, for the team is, is unsettled. I mean, really it's David Johnson is the number two receiving option. for right, that team. Right. Right. So, okay. Well, very good. Hey, any guess on who mine will be? I thought, I thought you would pick this guy too, because we we've talked about him a lot. Demarius Thomas. You got it. Yeah. I didn't spot on because of, I, 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 I was trying to, I guess I outthought myself. I thought you'd have Larry Fitzgerald and I wanted to pick yeah. Fitzgerald. And I also yeah. was talking about Demaris Thomas. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The Demaris Thomas, seventeenth uh, wide receiver being taken right now, 39th overall pick. So he's going early fourth round. Six straight seasons of 140 plus targets. That's what I love about him. I, I don't think that will change. The last three years or two years that the quarterback play in the Broncos has been unbelievably bad and he still had 83 catches and 90 catches in those years he was still a wide receiver number two for fantasy purposes in those years last year is his first year where in the last six where he didn't have a a thousand yards I think Case Keenum is actually a good NFL quarterback I don't think his year in Minnesota last year was fluky Um, so I think that Demaris Thomas is going to have a huge upgrade in stats um Especially in the in the tight end, or good lord! If I, 
I, I, I keep saying tight end for, for touchdowns. So if I can get that figured out, that'd be good for the show. I wonder how many uh, tight ends uh, Tariq Diggs is going to have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. So, uh, again, I think his floor, so in other words, the worst he can do is a low-end wide receiver number two, which is, you know, he's being drafted. That's where he's being drafted right now. I don't think I don't see a scenario barring injury to where he's any worse than a wide receiver number two. Uh, but his his upside is a mid-level to low-end wide receiver number one. I, I mean, especially if he gets 150 targets, which I think he will. Right. His touchdowns go up. I mean, it's he's he's guaranteed 90 plus receptions, guaranteed. You know, I think 1,100 yards. And if he gets seven touchdowns, that's that's wide receiver one type of numbers right there. So the only screw up is is Case Keenum. He's he's really, you know, if you believe he's going to be close to what he was last year, well then Demaris Thomas is going to be the beneficiary of that because uh, it, two wide receivers last year uh, prospered off of uh, um, uh, Case Keenum. So if, yeah. if he's anything so, close to that, then Demaris Thomas yeah. is going to be the going to be the best player on that team. So, and, and just to just to recap, with Demaris Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to be improved this year too. Remember last year, it was Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, and Brock Osweiler. All those quarterbacks, I think, all of their passer rating was in the sixties. The year before, you had Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch. The year before, you had bad Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. So that's what he's been dealing with the last three years. He's still, I mean, essentially overcome that to be a good fantasy player. So, you know, right now he's being drafted, I think, where his floor is as a, as a low-end two. So I'm, I'm going to pick him up. Okay. All right, good. Moving on, tight end, who you got? Well, this one, this one, um, I'm really excited about. I, I, I just brought up both his uh, career stats to where I feel he's going to go back to, or at least come close to. Um, and that is Jimmy Graham. Now, I know, I know, he's he's a good player, but uh, right now he's in the fifth round uh, of that uh, of of most leagues. Um, He's the fourth best, you know, tight end option as far as what they rank him. I have him. I, I have him shooting up the charts to where I think he he's going to be back in the realm of um, Gronkowski, uh, back into his days where he was playing with the Saints. Um, and let's and let's, let's, let's just go over that real quick. Two thousand. I know it's it's a little ways away, but he's not that old. Two thousand eleven, ninety nine catches, thirteen hundred yards, eleven touchdowns. He then fell down a little bit. Had eighty five catches, nine eighty two yards, nine touchdowns. Eighty six catches, twelve hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns. Eighty five catches, eighty almost nine hundred yards, and ten touchdowns. Even even when even when he was being misused, he had a sixty five catch, nine hundred twenty three. Uh, yard season, six touchdowns. Last year he had 10 touchdowns. I think he's going to fall into the best situation he's been in since with the Saints, uh, clearly with an elite quarterback who uh, is going to be looking for targets. And 
with the receiving core being question marks um, and him desiring a white receiver of some kind, Jimmy Graham is going to be the closest thing to a white receiver. He's a redhead. So he he's going to be looking for him uh, to pick up the Jordy Nelson slack. Uh, we do believe that Devontae Adams is going to be a, a, a top 10 or top 15 wide receiver, but I think Jimmy Graham is going to be a slam dunk this year. This may be the only one that I could actually feel that is going that I would I would draft him in the fifth round as a tight end, it, depending upon how I've drafted so far. Now consider this: similar players at that at that uh, position: Deshaun Watson, Golden Tate, Tom Brady, Mark Ingram, Alshon Jeffrey, Greg Olson. I uh, in his realm, I think he's he's outside of by of getting Deshaun Watson because of the way you want to go after a quarterback, he's better than all those other players, I think, uh, or he's going to be better than all those players. I think he's going to be a 85 catch thousand yard uh, in double digit uh, touchdowns this year. Okay, so I think well, here's what I think about that. I think you haven't watched Jimmy Graham play in a long time. I think he, I don't think you, he is not the same player he was in New Orleans. He is, he is much closer to an old Antonio Gates than he is the old Jimmy Graham. Like he, he's, all the lower lay, lower body injuries he has, he is not like that. He cannot stretch the field. I think his yards per catch last year was like seven or eight yards. I mean, he is a, it is way different than what he used to be. I think, yeah, outside of outside of the games where he has touchdowns, I don't think he's going to be relevant. I I see him as fifty catches, six hundred yards, and hopefully eight touchdowns. I I. I don't uh, I would not take him in the fifth round. So, as much as you hate my Jay Ajayi pick, I hate your Jimmy Graham pick. Good. <laughs> He'll be there available for you. Exactly. Yeah, I can't wait. I may be able I, to wait on him ten too. What's that? I may even be able to wait on him a little bit and get him. Yeah. The the other thing I'll say is that you know Aaron Rodgers typically does not go to his tight ends. I think he's had one or two years and it's in his career where he's at a, a number one tight end. Having said that, good quarterbacks, they throw to where the talent is. I agree with your argument that the wide receiver core, other than Devontae Adams, who I think is a top six receiver, other than him, there's nobody else other than maybe the running backs. Yeah, that receiving core is, is not looking great. So I buy that side of the argument. Thank but you. I am not there. I, I – I buy into the yeah, I buy into that stuff. Basically, any side of the argument that has nothing to do with Jimmy Graham, I buy into. <laughs> when, you, when you start talking about his talent or what he brings to the table, that's where I fall off. Wow. So, uh, hey, hey, look, it's not like my pick is that much better. Uh, I'm going with a guy who's been, who who yeah, at least Jimmy Graham has been great for fantasy the last couple of years my guy has not that's jordan reed uh right now being the ninth tight end uh being selected overall so he's being taken as the the third pick in the eighth round 
last three years, though, in points per game, uh, this is where he's finished. Eighth, first, and first. Right. So I, I get it. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, the games where he gets injured, you know, that those are still accounted in these stats here. So, I mean, that just shows you how great he is even outside of that. Uh, yeah, and that, that's the thing with him is he's played – 50% of the games the last three years. Um, that's, that is the big question mark with him. But uh, here, here's why I think that's okay. Um, is if, if you pick a player in the fifth round, if you pick Jimmy Graham in the fifth round, you better expect to ride him out the entire year. Oh, God, yeah. If you pick Jordan Reed in the eighth round or the ninth round, and he doesn't pan out, that's okay. That you're not banking on that. You can stream the tight end position. So that that's that's why I'm I'm fine with taking Jordan Reed as opposed to Jimmy Graham. I think Jordan Reed, you know, with them getting Alex Smith, again, I, I think I said last episode that Alex Smith may be the best quarterback throwing to the tight end position. Uh, there's no stud receivers on the Redskins. They have three guys with a lot of potential, Richardson, uh, Doxon, Jameson Crowder, but no true studs. And I, I think Jordan Reed is when he's in the game, he is he is up there with Gronk as far as the best tight ends in the game. Well, uh, and 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 you know, it's not even where he plays. He doesn't even get to complete games. He 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 starts games and almost always doesn't even finish those games. So it's it, yeah you're right, he's talented and if if no one tackles him, he's probably the greatest tight end to ever play the game. But he can't even he can't. Hey, look, he's awful. Last year, he suffered from toe injuries all year. You know what he did? He had those bones in his toes removed. So crisis averted. <laughs> is the foot just gonna flop around? Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's no chance of him injuring those toes again. Yeah, the, that that's a that's a great conversation with the doctor. Yeah, uh, you these bones are awful. Can oh, we, oh, it's like Ronnie, Remember Ronnie Lott? I think yeah. dislocated his pinky, and the doctor said you're gonna miss a game. He goes, "Well, what if you cut it off?" He goes, "Well, then you can play this week." Right. So yeah. he doesn't have a full size pinky. So it's the same thing. Jordan Reed, he he eliminated the problem. So, but he and here's why I like Jordan Reed is you pick a tight end late. I'm not looking for Delaney Walker or Kyle Rudolph or even Jimmy Graham, guys who will have, you know, eight point weeks that I can I can stream that and, and play the waiver wire game to hope to get that type of uh production jordan reed can have 25 point weeks um that's the type of upside you have with him so that's why again i think if he's healthy if he plays i think he's a locked and loaded top five tight end well see here's here's where here's where this may this may change like you said with alex smith him being a um uh, a tight end friend um vernon davis He's at the end of his career, but he's still athletic enough, and that's a that's a not a bad uh, backup tight end. And I, he he showed some 
some value um, down the season. I know it was mostly, you know, touchdowns, but still, as a tight end, he seemed to, um, as a backup tight end, he had a 650-yard uh, season and three touchdowns. Yep. It's not bad. I don't know how that's going to shake out. Um, there is so there is a third tight end, Jeremy Sprinkle, that you want to pay attention to just because of his name. Um, <laughs> Vernon Davis is part of the reason why I love Jordan Reed. Right. Because when they play, when Jordan Reed plays, it's, it's not like they're both out there at the same time. Jordan Reed is the for sure guy. Right. And when he is out, Vernon Davis is the for sure starter tight end and gets all those targets. So again, I think that is why there is so little risk in, in drafting Jordan Reed late. If he gets hurt, you pick up Vernon Davis and and you're fine there. So again well, and, and just to go back to Jeremy Sprinkle, um mm-hmm. he he is very efficient. He had he had a catch for seven yards and a touchdown. And that's on par with Jordan Reed's um, playing, you know, efficiency. When he's out in the field, he's effective. Jeremy Sprinkle, when he touches the ball, he's getting a touchdown, basically. So, so pace, he's on pace for record-setting performances, I, similar to Jordan Reed. I believe it was Jeremy Sprinkle to where uh, Buddy Ryan said, all he does is catch touchdowns. That's right. That's that's who he was referring to. Mm. One catch for seven yards and a touchdown. That sounds like. Are you sure that's not a Jimmy Graham stat line? That that <laughs> that's yeah. That's his. That's his weekly. Yeah, his <laughs> weekly stat line is Jimmy. Uh, that that's what you can. That's what you can expect from Jerry Jimmy Graham this year, which yeah. is great. I mean, you get a touchdown every week. Right. He did have a three-yard touchdown catch against Dallas. Jimmy Graham. That was you know that's that's yeah. efficient. That's almost half as long as Jimmy Sprinkles. That's right. Jeremy Sprinkles. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Hey, so so getting closer to the season, Kirk, we are going to have to, because obviously we had some disagreements here, we're going to have to start making some bets and following through on those bets. Obviously, we're not going to do that in the preseason, but got to look forward to that coming up. Yes, yes. So yeah. we've got some, gotta... some special things in store for the fans. Right. Uh, some videos that will be posted on the Facebook page, but make sure you all stay tuned for that. Yeah, at the risk of, of, of both of our marriages, we are going to uh, have certain bets that impact our family life. So our fa- Yeah, our family, our kids, our wives, our, our faces. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> you are so dumb, yeah. for real. <laughs> <laughs> all right you got anything else no that's it all right man well hey that's all for the fancy boys we are signing off and fading out